Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to get started off with a word of prayer for such a time as this. Father, we thank you for the gift of your salvation. We worship you from the manger to the cross and the resurrection, the fullness of time. You came to die as a sacrifice for our sins that we might live eternally with you. Thank you, Abba Father. May we be a nation of repentant people, for we are all sinners. And may we turn our hearts back to you. Be with us as winter is here and the days ahead might be cold and full of bitterness in this broken world. Grant us wisdom, Father. Help us to endure and to show your love to others. Protect your children. And I ask for your hedge of protection around and over President Donald J. Trump and all those close to him. May we, may I, be your beacon and instill courage to others. Give them your hope. It is for your grace and your love that we pray for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, amen. How many gifts did you receive that needed batteries? Batteries not included is a terrible awareness when the wrapping paper flies. Have you ever been there? Oh, my gosh. But did you read the fine print? In D.C., there was 4,150-plus pages of fine print on the omnibus bill. Jim Jordan made the following statement. Only in Washington, D.C., do your elected officials pass a $1.7 trillion spending package while you travel for Christmas and hope you don't notice. Oh, but Jim, surely you know this isn't new. It's been going on for well over a hundred years. It is the trickery way of Congress. The body of representatives and senators ignore the wants and the needs of we the people. They ignore the Constitution and they, they shout, Damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead! an expression of one's convictions to press on with a task of current course of action, regardless of apparent risk or dangers, as they move America into a communist state. It was in twenty it was in nineteen thirteen, December twenty third, when the Federal Reserve was created by Woodrow Wilson, and Congress approved it while America was Christmasing. And it was also in 1913 when they passed the 17th Amendment. Not during Christmas, but in April. And it was also in 1913 of July that they implemented, maybe it was June, they implemented the income tax, federal income tax. But you see, we Americans like to live in our own little world But once in a while, reality does slap us smack dab in the face. Reading the fine print, the Constitution of the United States of America could have saved we the people a lot of jobs and money 
freedom, and liberty. You see, they, meaning Congress and the politicians of today, they lie and create one catastrophe or crisis after another, and we, the people, always get stuck with the tab and left out in the cold. Read the fine print. In a recent AAA Explorer magazine, it mentions the frustration of a Tesla owner from Finland. You know, yesterday I shared with you the 12 days after Christmas when the true love had had a fight. And so she chopped this pear tree down and she burned it just for spite. Well, in Finland, when the man found out that his his 2013 Tesla was going to need a new battery pack, and he discovered it was going to cost him over $22,000. He became so angry that just for spite, he bought himself some dynamite, and he blew that sucker up. That didn't rhyme, but, you know, you get the feeling. He had an audience, and they all cheered and applauded. Perhaps he was thinking, damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead, or maybe he realized he'd made a not-so-wise investment. In the Explorer, and uh, in a AAA fashion, they give us the fine print of owning a Tesla and how to best care for the battery. Today, I welcome Daniel Turner, and we will share the fine print, because I know Daniel always reads the fine print. Daniel, how are you doing today? Beth, and Merry Christmas to you and your wonderful listeners. It is great to be on with you. Was Santa Claus good to you? Santa was good to me. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? One of the gifts I got, which I'm very excited about, is I got a beehive. And I used to keep these years ago, and I haven't in a while. And I thought it would be good for, you know, everyone needs a little hobby. And it's it's good for all of our plants, and it's good for everything we grow. And so I'm excited about that. A beehive. Now, I'm a little bit allergic, so you got to be careful when I'm around your bees, okay? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. But I do love the honey. And I'm going to tell you something. There is a beautiful flatware pattern (laughs) that is about beehives because in Liberty Tabletop, one of the women there, the wife of one of the owners, her father raised bees. And so they created a flatware, and you can get a a discount using my name, um, that is beautiful, Daniel, and it is. It depicts a beehive. Well, look at that. I may have to change my my flatware set. <laughs> <laughs> or at least get a setting or two of it. I think it would just be perfect for you. I didn't know you were into the bees. That is awesome. And the honey is yes. good for you. Honey is good for and you. So. I have a close friend getting married this year, and I'd like to chip in with other friends and buy them their flatware set from Liberty Tabletop as a wedding gift because I love them. I love hearing your ads for them. And I love that they're made in America. And there are not many things, as you and your audience knows, there are not many things still made in America. And so I would do everything I could to support that company. And it is higher, but the quality is much better, and it'll last forever. I've told Greg, we're really getting off the topic here. I told Greg a long time ago that now that he's a sponsor of the show, we look at flatware when we go out on a re- to a restaurant. And there's one restaurant in particular. It's a chain. And uh, we love it. It's bandanas. We love their food. But you can't hardly pick that flatware up off the table. It's so flat. <laughs> and I'm sure it's made in China. But anyway, yeah. the, but we, we've, we've strayed here. I was going to give you what uh, uh, I would tell my listeners, the fine print on the Tesla uh, or any of the, uh, yeah. the, 
the batteries for these electric vehicles. And yeah. uh, apparently you can't charge them up full, or you shouldn't charge them up full, unless you're actually running, unless you're actually going somewhere. They should not be charged up full and left in the garage. That's bad for the battery. But it gives all kinds of things, and I'm sure you know all about it. But it says that uh, the internal, to keep them cool, the heat internal and external is a battery killer. So if it's hot outside, you shouldn't fill it up. You shouldn't pack it up. You shouldn't do that. And you shouldn't, if you run the heater, if it's cold outside, it's going to drain that battery. (laughs) So so there was all kinds of things. I'm talking really fast. We'll get back to it here. But people need to read the fine print. And if they're like me, they don't like to read the fine print. Yeah, they do. And I think it's a great conversation to have, especially since this is in the news. And I will say this, and I know we're going to head, I'm going to hear the music pretty soon, so I'll say this quickly. At the 30,000-foot level, we have to just talk about the drawbacks of all of these things, wind, solar, batteries, electric vehicles. I will gladly talk about the drawbacks of fossil fuels because they have them because we don't live in utopia, right? We do not live in paradise. (laughs) But wind and solar and EVs have their drawbacks, and and the American people are constantly being told that they're perfect, flawless things. We just need the will, right? We just need the political will to implement them. Well, you know, if if, if you're running them, if you're running a regular vehicle, it is going to cost you if you have to replace the motor, the engine, but not not like replacing the battery on these suckers. And, yeah, the music's playing. We're headed into the break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. We're going to help you power the future. And we'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338.
Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as Common Sense Voices of Integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSETalkRadio.com. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Beth Ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading, 1-800-375-4188 or online at DGSCoins.com. Melody and Beth Ann are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and bring america home and we have returned you're listening to cse talk radio this is beth ann with daniel turner power of the future reading the fine print you know uh did you ever receive a gift at christmas that was no batteries included and uh, santa forgot to put the batteries in <laughs> as, a, as a kid many times and i had <laughs> One beloved aunt who was no longer with us, and she was the favorite because she always included batteries with the gift. So you could play with it right then and there. <laughs> you know, usually we realize that we'd be up till with the five boys. I'm sure your parents were the same. We'd be up till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning wrapping all these presents up, and uh, then we'd realize at that moment, oh, my gosh, this, we, this didn't have the batteries in it. <laughs> but anyway, the battery in your Tesla or your EV it says here that it's best to park it in the shade or store it in a cool garage during the summer. <laughs> it's 30, 60 to 70 degrees is the ideal temperature to keep your EV. So yeah. you got to you got to treat them, and it says that with tender, loving care. <laughs> and, and that's very similar to the combustion engine, right? Because none of the people on this wonderful program right now listening to us none of them ever start their cars at below freezing weather or when it's 95 degrees right like, oh no wait that's not the case they, they do work in all weather so as i was saying right before the break we need to talk about the honest drawbacks of electric vehicles and boom there's maybe drawback number one they are very weather temperature um, um dependent and and we don't know what the temperature is going to be. This terrible storm we're all experiencing right now nationwide, no one predicted this a month ago. Now, a week ago, they could see weather patterns moving, but no one predicted this last month, let alone last year, let alone, as Al Gore does, 25 years in the future. <laughs> so who can predict the weather? How are we supposed to have vehicles? He's like the gypsy with the magic ball, you know, <laughs> but he doesn't get it right very often. Well, it says here to stay centered, too. A lithium-ion battery is most stable when it's about half the ions are on one side and half are on the other side. A 50% state of charge. Avoid completely draining the battery pack or charging it to very high levels. A 100% charge is okay if you drive the car immediately. But not if it's left to sit, especially in hot weather. A state of charge yeah. between 30 to 80% is best. <laughs> and again, let's compare that to the combustion engine. If you fill up your tank to full, maybe even a little more, because if you're like me, you want to get to an even dollar amount. Yes, I'm do, I still stop. do that. I still do that. <laughs> 
you, you can squeeze a couple more, you know, a couple more cups of, of gas. Top it off. Because you got to get to 55 exactly. Um, <laughs> Top it off. But it doesn't magically disappear. I am sure over time, trace amounts evaporate, right? We know that from, from a lot of liquid products. We know in the distilling world and winemaking, they call it the angel's chair, right? So I'm sure over time, a full gas tank, by evaporation, some does disappear, but we're talking about trace amounts. And yet, with, when you compare it to the, the lithium-ion battery, they actually warn against charging it fully. And you say, well, that's a very inconvenient. What if you drive home, right? The dad drives home at the end of the day, gets into the temperature-cooled garage, plugs in his electric vehicle, goes in, has dinner, tucks in. The, is he supposed to wake up at 4 in the morning and unplug it before it gets to full? You can't just leave the thing overnight? Nope. And in case your audience didn't know this, they say not to do this with your cell phones either. You're not supposed to plug in your cell phone and leave it all night. It's bad for the phone. That's a drawback. I do that. Maybe that's (laughs) – I do that with my phone. That's the best time to plug it in. Well, doggone it. Well, you know, um, around here anyway, and I'm sure other people and probably where you are too, if we know bad weather's coming – we're going to have a full tank of gas when we park that vehicle because we want to make sure we've got gas to go somewhere and got heat. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and a lot of us farmers have, you know, diesel and, and gas tanks buried because we need them for farm equipment or we just have a bunch of gas cans. And I always have probably 40 gallons of gas in different cans in different barns all around because we need it. Um, it's not the same with an electric vehicle, especially – if the electric grid now is compromised by weather, and that's a huge problem. So if your battery is slowly dying because it's freezing cold, but you have no electricity because the electric grid is now predominantly based or disproportionately based on wind and solar, and the electric grid's failing. So I can't, so my car is useless. It's becoming more useless, and I can't reverse that because I am dependent upon government for the public utilities. You know, I tweeted a little while ago the analogy, public utilities are now the same as public schools. Badly. (laughs) They are taken over by the left, they have an agenda, and they no longer succeed at their core competency. And if you look at your kids or your grandkids and say, boy, when I went to public school, we, we knew how to write and read, and we did Shakespeare, and I look at these kids, I don't know what they're learning in school. Your public utilities are following the exact same route. Sure, wind and solar are lousy and expensive and don't work, but we're going to use them just the same as we're going to do drag time story hour for children and we're going to do all these other critical race training. Doesn't matter. That's not our core competency. Our core competency now is lefty ideology. Well, and with the combustion engine, in the really cold weather, you might have trouble getting it started if it's outside because it drains the battery. <laughs> so the battery has to be uh, reinforced and jumped. So that should tell you right then and there, anybody with common sense that's been on the farm and had to start a tractor or some other vehicle <laughs> when it's sitting out in the cold and they know that it's the battery. So if yes. you've got a car that just has a battery and nothing else, <laughs> you know, no gas engine or anything to run, it's going to be a problem. called common sense, right? <laughs> this is why it's CSE Talk Radio, because that's just common sense that everyone knows. And then you, you say, well, let's, let's extrapolate this. What if we do everything on a battery? 
And you say, well, that's not a really good idea. If anyone's ever brought their cell phone to the beach and you're sitting there and you're in the sun and you want to send some photos to your kids and all of a sudden your phone starts turning off and it gives you a little warning, too hot, too hot. Yes. What is, what's going to happen when your car is sitting in the sun? Well, as, as you said, Tesla says, try to find a, a, a shady location. That's very hard if you go into Walmart. The beach. <laughs> a huge parking lot in the sun. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And so you come back out and your battery says, I got a problem. It was too hot out here for me. Uh, you got to take better care of me than this. And uh, But it's not the same way with your other vehicle. You know, you go out there and just start it right up. And, uh, uh, you know, but AAA was giving all kinds of advice here. And my husband found this. I, I can admit I didn't read the AAA magazine, but he does. And uh, he said it also says here, be moderate. Level 3 DC fast chargers generate more heat inside batteries than typical level 1 or 2 home chargers, which is what you were saying a minute ago. So fast charges are like bacon cheeseburgers. It's fine to eat them on occasion, but don't take don't make a steady diet of them. Small, exactly. frequent charges are healthier for your battery than large, infrequent ones. So you can't fill her up. Don't charge that sucker and fill her up. <laughs> Just keep her on low don't heat. Charge it too fast, exactly. And and these are again, I'm you know we're we're, we're joking and having fun, but but this it's is serious. just reality. This is oh my gosh, Beth Ann, dare I use the expression? This is when you follow the science. This is just the result of the physics of a lithium-ion battery and how it sustains an electric charge. And we, we, we may overcome this one day, but we haven't overcome it yet. And electric vehicles are being shoved down the throats of the American people on a regular, Forced. regular basis. Because, as, as you know, the, 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 even the, the, the true spirit of Power of the Future is understanding that rural America is not D.C., it's not New York City, it's not San Francisco, but those policymakers live in those places, and they think everyone lives in a place like New York. Your EV doesn't work, don't worry. You can just walk to go get milk. Well, you can't do that if you are in rural Virginia, where I am. And that's why EVs are made for urban populations. They are not made for regular America. But policymakers don't care about regular America. Well, the last thing it warns here is those, uh, it says tempting, they call it the brisk acceleration. <laughs> I guess it goes from zero to fast, really fast. It says to uh, resist that temptation because that drains the battery. <laughs> so, so if you've got a Tesla, you may be able to beat the guy out at the stoplight, but, but you're going to drain your battery, so... You better let him beat you. I like to do that. Do you ever do that? Try to beat the guy out at the stoplight? Every time. (laughs) We're two peas in a pod, I'm telling you. All right, I hear the music. We're headed into the break. When we come back, we're going to continue this, but I think probably there's some other things we could discuss. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner. Reading the fine print and reading your Constitution. I think it'll help us understand a whole lot more about what's going on. Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. Go to powerthefuture.com. That's powerthefuture.com. And we will be right back.
And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We've been talking about reading the fine print on those uh, batteries for those electric vehicles. And they take a lot of special tender loving care, as the uh, AAA explorer said. Though we've had some things going on, too, Daniel, that maybe you know more about than I do. I'm just kind of hitting the headlines. But we've had some power stations that have been vandalized. Uh, from North Carolina to the state of Washington and Oregon. And uh, to my knowledge, they haven't found the culprits yet, but it's been uh, it's been a challenge to keep people, um, keep the heat going, let's put it that way. What do you know about it? Yeah, I've noticed this in the news quite a bit. And it's, as far as I'm concerned, that's, uh, that's an act of domestic terrorism. That's an act of war, right, because we know how we can't survive without power. We live in a modern culture, and Absolutely. we need heat, and we need water, and we need electricity. Um, and this is very Antifa-style-esque, right? This is how these folks operate. Um, but this is an abomination. I I hope the FBI puts some effort into tracing, uh, tracking down the people who do this, maybe as much effort as they will finding the people who walked between the red ropes, uh, the red ropes on January 6th in the Capitol Rotunda. They found all those people, right? And they've been in solitary for two years. But if you sabotage the electric grid, it seems like uh, you're not a priority anymore. Well, they're, they're busy covering their behinds from what is being divulged from Twitter. <laughs> so. But, you know, it, it, one of them it mentioned here is Puget Sound Energy. And, and you're absolutely right. You know, back in the cowboy days... The reason they hung horse thieves was because the horse was livelihood. So if you took somebody's horse, you took their bread and butter, you took their livelihood. And so you're absolutely right about uh, taking the energy. And, of course, the uh, left is blaming the right radicals, you know, and the right radicals are thinking, well, why would we do this, you know? And then somebody said, oh, it was to stop uh, Drag Queen Day or something. I don't know in the schools. <laughs> I mean, it's it's going on and on, but I think you're absolutely right. I don't know who it is or what it is or why they what their logic is, but it is terrorism, and they, and they need to be found, and they need to be punished. It is. And, and, and along the same lines, that's what was the comment I was making earlier about how the public utilities are now just as bad as the public schools. I have there's there's very little difference one obviously the difference of violence but the ideology is very similar of those public utility commissioners who are pushing an agenda that 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 weakens the electric grid because what they're doing is they're sabotaging it over time um, mm-hmm. it it just takes a little longer than the person who sabotages it in the immediate if you are a public utility commissioner your whole purpose why you have a government salary is to provide reliable, affordable energy that sustains life, let alone you know, brings dignity and prosperity, but that sustains life for your community. And yet in, in utility after utility, we find these people who get on the board and they are pushing this, this untested wind and solar. We know they don't work. We know they are failing worldwide. Ask Germany. Um, who, who's been doing this for 20 years and is reversing course, by the way, and yet we're not letting up. We're, we're, we're doubling down on it. We have the, the Biden administration proudly bragging that we're going to shut down every coal plant in this nation and replace it with wind. Well, what's seizing up right now is wind power. And even if it wasn't seizing up, another one of the drawbacks, just the way the Tesla doesn't get a charge at below freezing, 
wind turbines don't get a charge at below freezing. And we've talked about this before on your show. Mm-hmm. If it was negative 40 like it's been in Wyoming, if it's negative 5 like it's been across the country, even if your wind turbines are spinning, they are not sustaining a charge. They are useless at that point. So why are we building an electric grid that is determined that is based on weather when you keep saying we have extreme weather? If, you, if we have extreme weather events, then why are we putting our electric grid dependent upon weather? And that's what we are. Wind and solar are dependent upon weather, which we cannot control or predict. And it doesn't work well in extreme weather. <laughs> so, no, so it does not. It, it doesn't make any sense. But then, of course, communism doesn't make any sense. They've got to break this country. And they're so close. I mean, I don't want to admit that, but it is true. Uh, you know, last evening I watched, uh, there wasn't any brand new news last night. Everybody was running reruns and and uh, the best ofs and <laughs> best of Hannity, the best of this, best of that. There was no new news given last night. But they had a documentary on Newsmax, and, and they had gone down to the border, and it was recent. So it was new. And uh, they were interviewing different ones there, and they were these ranchers. What? What hell they're living through right now. I'm sorry to say that, America, but these people are in fear of their lives, their livestock. They don't know. I mean, we've got these criminals coming across them. Maybe not all of them are criminals, but enough of them are criminals that you don't know which one's which. And this, uh, both these ranchers that they interviewed said this is nothing but treason to ignore this border crisis in fact, they encouraged the border crisis by ignoring it. And, of course, they were talking about Mayorka and, and him saying our border, our border's safe. <laughs> well, send him down there to live. Give him a tent. <laughs> send him down there to live. Exactly. But uh, yeah, the, I, that's treason, and I believe this other is, too. That's, that was my yeah. point. Absolutely. It, it's encouraging chaos and crises at all levels. Because then it ultimately just reinforces the need for government. And that's, that is what they want, right? We, we talked a lot about how this is about control. It's about government power. It's about, it's about reducing individual freedom and liberty. And so they create a border problem because then the solution obviously is more government. They create a healthcare problem with, with, with the whole COVID uh, disaster. And that re- requires more government. And they create an energy problem as a result is more government and so on and so forth. So it's it's just fascinating to see an agenda for going on two years now that has made a lot of the the, the, the nation worse or destabilized it, and the solutions being proposed are more government. What was the reason why on the day before Christmas we got a $1.7 trillion new yeah. spending bill? It's going to fix all of our problems, the problems mm-hmm. that the government itself created to begin with. You know, I was... Uh listening to somebody playing an old clip of uh, um, Friedman, Milton Friedman, talking about what causes inflation. And he first he was listing everything that doesn't cause inflation. And then he listed what does cause inflation. Too much government causes inflation. Too much government spending causes inflation. When I was doing my uh, monologue, I skipped over some of what I'd written because I, I wanted to stay on task, on topic with our uh, – uh, reading the fine print, but in in the December of 20, 1913, with that uh, Federal Reserve Act, uh, 
It says the system is composed of central independent government agencies, the Board of Governors in Washington, D.C., and 12 regional Federal Reserve banks located in major cities throughout the nation. And my my mind went right back to something in the uh, list of grievances in the Declaration of Independence where he has he has instituted governors across the land to eat out our substance. <laughs> and that's what I thought of. And that's what's going yeah. on. And and when you say we need more government, I mean, that's what they're trying to tell us. We already have the solution. We have the laws to stop this problem at the border. But the president in place is not doing his job as enforcing the laws. Congress complains about them, but Congress is the one who instituted these laws, these immigration laws. So more government, what they want is more control. The government that is supposed to take care of it took care of it, but they're not implementing those laws and safeguarding the American people. And the $1.7 trillion, as you mentioned, it does nothing. Nothing for the American people. 4,000 plus pages? Nobody read it. It's full of Nobody read. And it was Merry Christmas to them, and they closed the doors and went home, and the rest of us have to pay the bill. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-495-3652. 800-495-3652. 800-495-3652. That's 800-495-3652. 
Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code BETHANN or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code BETHANN. Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. He's a sponsor of the show. And, you know, we have a lot of fun when we come on, but it is frustrating to, you know, it seems like we're dealing with the dunces in the corner, but the dunces seem to be running the classroom, and that's not too good. And I I liked your analogy of putting the public uh, works and public school system together because they're I think they're being run by the dunces. Uh, they won't uh, they don't have any common sense and they refuse any common sense. So where do we go from here? We know twenty twenty three is going to be rough. We already know that unless we have yeah. a miracle between now and whenever <laughs> the uh, inflation is. Um, it's not going to go away. It's not going to fix itself, and they're not going to fix it. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the border. Uh, it's it's uh, already bad enough that uh, we're in trouble. So you know, we got to have some kind of power for the future coming in 2023. What can you tell us, Daniel? Yeah, well, I, right off the bat, I would say, do we have to worry about the, the folks making these decisions? Are they ignorant or are they deceitful? Because... The ignorant can be educated, and I don't mean ignorant in the pejorative sense. I mean it in the, the literal sense of those without knowledge. Yes. I don't expect people who run for Congress to become experts in every uh, um, area. And actually, that's part of the problem, especially with some of the, the younger generation of members of Congress winning. You look at someone like AOC. You know, I'll give her a lot of uh, credit for her initial win in 2018. She beat a long-standing, very powerful Democrat in in uh, Joe Crawley. He, he was 20 years in office. He was the third-ranking Democrat. She knocked on the doors. She got the votes. 
kudos to her. She won. But then she suddenly became an expert in Israel and Palestine. She became an expert in energy and an expert in, uh, on the border and an expert on health care issues. And you wanted to scratch your head and say, why do you think you, you have intrinsic knowledge because you won an election? Like, have the humility to say, hey, look, there's an awful lot i got to learn about these issues, but I don't have the solution because I won an election. I won a popularity contest. And so if, if our elected officials are ignorant... I can deal with that because the ignorant are supposed to uh, or can be taught. That's what groups like Power of the Future try to do. I don't expect members of Congress, Democrat or Republican, to understand energy issues. But if you are ignorant in them, I expect as an elected official, you learn about them. But the other choice, which is what I'm more worried about, is if they're not ignorant, they're genuinely deceitful. They have an agenda. They don't care about learning truths or facts. They don't want to know objective truth or fact, they want to implement their agenda. And we see that in the schools. We see that in the, the ban of ivermectin and, and hydroxychloroquine, calling it horse dewormer, even to the point that people like Joe Rogan, who's not exactly a, a conservative, was scratching his head saying, why would you go on air, CNN, and tell people I'm taking horse medicine? You know that's not true. Why would you say it? And CNN stood by their story. And Joe Rogan, maybe that was his, his eye-opening, right? The scales fell from his eyes, just like they did with Elon Musk, just like they did with Matt Taibbi, who was reporting on the Twitter files over the last election, Twitter coordinating with the FBI. So that's my concern, is that it's not just ignorance. It's genuine, agenda-driven deceit. And, and those folks, once they have power are the biggest threat to our nation. They are a much bigger threat than Vladimir Putin. They're a much bigger threat than COVID. Uh, they're the biggest threat we have. And sadly, our government has many of them. You know, my, uh, I, I, my mind works differently than some people's. And when I was writing my monologue, the other thing that came to my mind, I didn't use it. I thought, well, I'm going to need to write an article using this one, is loose lips sink ships. And we hear this even from the conservatives. But... Um, should we be telling the secrets of the United States, our, our weaknesses? Should we be, uh, um, you know, sharing what our Achilles heel is right now, how they have uh, um, hurt the military and this and that? You know, I'm thinking, shouldn't we shouldn't we keep our traps shut? Because we're just exposing everything to our enemies. And um, and I guess I have done a little bit of that. I try not to concentrate on that because it worries me. And. People have been warning Congress about our grid for a long, long time, and they've chosen not to do anything to safeguard it. And now here we are with maybe terrorist attacks, even if it's domestic, mm-hmm. against against our grid. And it doesn't take much, no. apparently. No, it's, it's, so. it's, it is a great point, and, and we are exposing our weaknesses and we're exposing our our plans to our enemies, because we still do have a lot of foreign enemies, and, and I'm not naive to that. It doesn't mean I want to provoke them. Um, yeah. funny poke a bear. Four years <laughs> without provoking anyone worldwide. Right? 2017 to 21 was pretty darn quiet on the world stage. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of remarkable that Russia has expanded its territorial uh, 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 boundaries under Bush, under Obama, and under Biden. It was just, there was just one little four-year period Russia didn't grow in size, and I wonder why that was. 
Um, so, it, 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 but you're right. We are exposing too much of our vulnerabilities and sharing them with the world, and they're going to exploit them just the way China is exploiting it uh, when it comes to COVID, when it comes to our pharmaceutical industry, our green industry. We're manufacturing everything there, um, and we're watching them import millions and millions of, of, of fentanyl pills on, on a monthly basis and doing nothing in response. I, well, I would I- love to know what Xi Jinping and his cabinet think when they're having a private meeting and they're looking at America. They must be scratching their heads saying, they can't really be this stupid, can they? Like, is this, they've got to be playing some game we're not realizing. They've got to be playing some chess game. Or maybe, Sadly, or maybe they're they saying our money was well invested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe they're saying that. that. You know, and it worries me too, and I'm not trying to scare everybody to death. I just think we need to be aware of these things. All this invasion of coming across the um, borders is not people looking for jobs. And if no. you watch, the majority of them are are young men. And the cartel is running it. And if, if you don't think we have enemies, they're coming from over 100 different countries. If you don't think we have enemies coming across that border, then you're being very naive. And that bothers me because it, it, it it's very worrisome of what kind of... You know, we used to brag until 9-11 that we never had to fight a war on our own land. But, um, you know, since yeah. Pearl Harbor, I mean, but it, it's um, it's worrisome to me. And I don't know if you feel the same way or not. Oh, absolutely. And, and even even uh, um, there was an article in the Washington Post, I believe it was on Christmas Day, and it was about uh, a young woman who was desperately trying to cross the border um, because she was in labor. And she knew if she could cross the border and give birth in America, she couldn't be uh, kicked out. Her kid would be a citizen. Mm-hmm. And, and we'd be on the hook for that child forever. We'd have to pay his bills. And I thought, this is a person who has no loyalty to this country, just wants to take. Just we wants can't allow our nation to be invaded by people who just want to take. Yeah. And, of course, the uh, omnibus bill was all about the illegal and nothing about we the people. And I hear the music. Doggone it, Daniel, we're out of time. And hour um, on radio, Beth. If you're, it is. If you're available on Friday, we'll hear from you then, and we'll bring in the new year together. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're here to bring America home. Home. Oh.